Good morning, church. Uh, a couple of just a further announcements just to make sure we're on the same page for this week. Um, New to Nova is coming up on March 3rd. March 3rd actually is an online service only. Uh, we don't have a venue for that day, so we're going to do online so you can enjoy it from home. Welcome online, church. Glad you joined us. But we'll all be online on March 3rd. New to Nova is a night when, if you haven't gone to Next Steps, you've been in our church for six months. Some of you are like, I've been here for a year, but I've never actually connected. Come on out. You can sign up in the, in the lobby, sign up online. Uh, emails will go out. Social media will go out. You can sign up. Um, but it's a night, it's, a, it's an evening on March 3rd to ask questions, hear about the vision, the culture from the pastoral team and talk about our journey and where we're going and how to best plug into the church. And then if you have any questions, there's a time for questions. Talk about anything, talk about government, talk about finances, talk about um, the history of the church, talk about anything you want. It's a great chance to get to know each other, but also just, it's a great time to feel out, is this the church for you? This might not be the church for you. There's a lot of great churches in this city. This is just one of them. And before you plug in and go, I want to give my life to be a part of this team, before I even maybe go to next steps or maybe before I, I jump in, I want to just, I, I just want to make sure, um, listen, come to New Denova and uh, feel it out, pray it out and see what God says and then plug into a church, this one or another one, it'll change your life. Um, also, we um, lose our venue, uh, if you're a part of our church, you know this, every spring for eight weeks, April and May. And this year's no different, for eight weeks we don't have a venue, so we're homeless. We're looking for a home. Um, so if you have a big living room, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, a little bit. But uh, um, so we're, we're in the middle of solving that. We'll be announcing that early, early March. Um, but tonight a survey is going out. If you're on our mailing list, um, a survey is going out, which has a couple options. We're just trying to get a feel what would be best. Um, we have a couple options on the table right now. We just want to feel that we just don't make decisions because we just like something. We, you matter to us. We know there's a tension with times and distance and different venues, and there's limited venues in the city, but we think about you and your families, and we think about your schedules, and we think about your, your transportation needs, all these things. So if you could help us, look for that survey that's going out this evening, and just fill it out. It would help us as we wrestle with the decisions, and pray for us. Pray for a venue, and pray for us to have wisdom, not just for these next eight weeks, but we need a permanent home. And everybody said? All right, let me, let me pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for your hope. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for every guest that's here. Thank you for friends that have visited us today. Thank you for those tuning in online. God, I thank you for your Holy Spirit that you change lives. Thank you, God, that you're emotional towards us. Thank you that there's hope in the room. Thank you for all the kids in the room today. Love hearing their voices, their cries, their laughters, them dropping crayons. I love it all. Father, I'm so thankful for generations in the house of God. Father, we bless them today. Bless them. Bless the teachers today with your presence. Bless the parents today with patience and joy. Father, I just bless families today. And everybody said, here's the thought I had this week thinking about Baptism Sunday. Thinking about as we get into this, indifference is a problem. Now, I, I shared something a few months ago that we're called to solve problems, but you need to know today, indifference is a problem in life. I realize this, I don't know if it's a Western thing, a Canadian thing, but I just find indifference is a plague in my life and probably your life. I don't know if you ever thought about it. You probably don't care. If you don't care, you probably are, have indifference. Uh, let, me, let, me in, let me define indifference. Maybe you call it apathy. If you're younger, you just go, meh, that's indifference. If you're older than 20, you don't say, meh, you say, whatever, that's indifference, whatever. Not my circus, not my monkeys. That's, I, we say that all the time. Or it is what it is. It's just, okay, sera, sera. It's just whatever, indifference. How do you define indifference? It's marked by a lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern for something. 
It's apathetic. I love how it says it this way. It's marked by, it's marked by no special liking or disliking of anything. That's indifference. You're not mad. You're not sad. You're not up. You're not down. You're not hot. You're not cold. You're not in. You're not out. You're just, eh. you could take it or leave it. What do you think about that? I, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Indifference is a problem in my life. If I can be vulnerable. I, it's an, a difference. It's, like, eh. it's, just, it, it's fine. It is what it is. Nancy's like, Where, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't care. I don't like food. I'll just, if you know me, you know I like everything, but I don't care about food. I feel about food the way most people feel about filling up their cars with gas. It's like I put it off to the last minute, and then I do it, and I get the cheapest gas I can. And if it's cold, I don't fill it up. I just put enough in to get me out of the cold. I do the exact same thing with food. So pray for me. Um, but I just, I don't care. I don't care about food. Indifference, there's no passion. Um, it's a problem in my life. It's one reason why, for example, I surround myself with passionate people. Because I need to be sparked with passion. Like right now, the people in my life, they're passionate about cold plunges. You know who you are? You're the people that are awake here today? Where, where are my cold plunge people, cold shower people? Come on, be proud. You've been waiting for this moment to brag on this moment. Come on, I see that. Yes, it, Kyle in the ocean two weeks ago at Queensland. Come on, where are you at now? You've been waiting for this moment. You're like CrossFitters. You need to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Essential oil people, you had your moment. Cold plunge people, where are you at? All right. I was talking to one of our team today, cold shower. He's up to like four minutes in the cold shower to wake up. I'm, like, I'm up to 30 seconds. But I love cold, cold plunge people because they're passionate about it. True story. Um, today, the truck that delivers our water, um, nice warm water, uh, froze. <laughs> then they stopped answering our calls and our texts. But come hell or low water, we were going to have a baptism today. So our production team had an idea, and we went and got 50 jugs of water from Home Depot. You, you, you'll, I'll put the videos up later on, on social media. You'll see it. And we filled this with bottles of water today. The good news is we have water. Um, it's also now a cold plunge and baptism, just so you know. <laughs> and from all those bottles, we have enough to buy a building. So recycling. So, um, But I love people that are passionate about things. And I want to surround myself with people that are passionate about things because it fights the indifference in my life. People are passionate about working out, passionate about diet plans, passionate about finances. As with Someone this week, they're just passionate about budgeting, and that passion rubs off. Like, Man, I want to be passionate about that. I've realized I need to surround myself with, with people that are passionate. Let me ask you this question. How do we fight indifference in our faith? Because if you've been in this for a amount of time, you have to fight indifference. Now, I love the new people. I love new people. I love putting them on the welcome team because they love welcoming people. But once you've been around for a while, you get a little bit like, yeah, baptism Sunday, yeah, Easter, yeah. Christmas, Sunday, it's February, huh? you know, it's just whatever. Indifference is a problem. I've been doing this so long. I've been doing this so long. I'm a church kid. You can spot a church kid because they think Joan of Arc was Noah's wife. <laughs> if you laughed at that, you're not a church kid, right? But, but I've been in this a while, and, and indifference is a problem. Because the song, this one, the Lord will provide, got me today. That won't get me in three weeks. Why? Because I get used to things so quick in church. I have to fight indifference. How do we fight indifference in our faith? When people radically follow Jesus, when people give their lives to Christ, to come here as a dream team and set up and tear down and create space, venue, menu. Some of you are going to wrestle with, man, we have to drive an extra uh, few kilometers to go to church or it might be at a different time. Eh, I don't know. How do you fight that indifference in your life? Because I've learned this. Indifference gets you nothing. You'll get through life, but you won't be remembered. No one ever made a difference was apathetic or indifference. 
whether right or wrong, their passion, they were all in on something. Whether it was evil or it was pure and it was innovation, they were all in. Because why? Because indifference does not make a difference. And I want to make a difference in my life, and so do you. It's in your heart. How do we fight indifference as a church with our faith? Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Let me read this. I love this verse. You'll see it on the screen behind me. It says this. Uh, in verse 12, it says, I said, plant the good seeds of righteousness, and you will harvest a crop of love. Plow up the hard ground of your hearts, for now is the time to seek the Lord. If I had to put a visual around indifference, it would be my heart gets hard. I didn't say it was evil. I didn't say it was bad. It just gets hard. Things don't get through as much. Those commercials that used to make me cry, now it's... Mm. That, that stories that I hear no longer, that, that relationship that was fresh and, 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 and there was passion in it is now... Mm. It's a, it, it, indifference is a problem. The Bible says, likens our hearts to hard ground, and it says you... Plow up the ground. Another version says, till up or break up the fallow ground. It breaks up that, that crust on the ground that's going to come out of winter. You're like, man, before we plant seeds or plant those perennials or put those hosses in the ground, we're going to have to till up some soil. Why? Because the seed is good. There's promise of a harvest, but the ground's a problem. Indifference is a problem in our faith. And all the non-apathetic people said, the rest of you are like, eh. It's a problem. There's this picture in this verse of good seed, a promise of a good harvest, but the problem is our hearts is hard. How do you break it up? We have to address it. We're, we're going to have to address the hardness of our hearts that comes from familiarity. Familiarity is taking for granted. It's the usual. It's non-special. It's boredom. Here's the best example I know of, of familiarity, the picture. It's marriage. I don't know another picture in my life that I fight familiarity with than marriage. We just celebrated on Valentine's Day. We had a great Valentine's as a family. But this was the first, I had this awareness as I woke up on Valentine's Day. This was the first Valentine's that I was equal my life with Nancy as before I had Nancy. 24 years. We, we met, we, start, we, we dated, got engaged in our, when we were 24 and 24 years later, we have our anniversary coming up in May, I realized my time with Nancy has been equal to my time never knowing Nancy. We talked about these days. We dreamt about these days. How exciting is it going to be when we get to the point where we've been together longer than we were ever apart? We've talked about these days, and we've dreamt about these days, and we, we've, we've prayed into these days, and we've, man, it felt like it was going to be a long time from now. It felt like it was going to be old. And I'm like, how did this happen? That I spent as much time with you as apart from you. And that is a gift and it is special. But with that comes familiarity. That, that, that passion of just meeting that new relationship, you have to fight for that after 24 years. We have some authority now to speak to this. How do you fight it? Real quick, I want to give you a couple things that had to fight familiarity in your heart. How do you, how do you address it and how does it work with our relationship with Jesus? There's a couple things I've leaned into and I, I think applies to not only my marriage, our relationships, our friendships, but also our faith. The first thing, how to fight familiarity, is love is spelt T-I-M-E. That's how you spell love, time. Quality time, quantity time. You know, it's interesting, every morning for years now, me and Nancy, um, we connect in the morning, intentional connecting for an hour over coffee in our living room. It's me, Nancy, and Cooper, our dog. And the three of us connect for an hour in the morning. It's mornings with Nancy. She would call it mornings with Mike. And for one hour, we drink coffee, 
And the only rule is we can't talk about work. We can't talk about church. We can't talk about Nova. We talk about God. We talk about our kids. We talk about each other. We don't talk about to-do lists, and we don't talk about work. And for one hour, we sit there, and we put off getting ready for the day and going at it. And just like, you know what, we just need to connect. And sometimes we're there for the coffee, but we usually leave with a better connection for each other. And for one hour, every single morning, before the emails, before we take our phones off our chargers, before the day starts, we connect. Why? Because love is spelt T-I-M-E. It's the same with Jesus. You need to know today, quality time. James 4, 8 says this, come close to God and God will come close to you. Listen, church matters. And you're here. You know this. I applaud you today. Somewhere in the middle of the coldness, in the middle of the schedule, you're like, love is spelt T-I-M-E. I'm coming to church today. Whether you felt it or not, whether you just came for the coffee, but you might end with relationship, but you're like, it matters today. That's why you're here. That's why we applaud you and we, we, have, a, we have the same spirit because somewhere inside, you know, this matters. Personal devotions matter. Getting up outside of church and going, I need to connect with God for five minutes on my lunch or five minutes in the morning, it matters. The prayer room matters. Friday mornings, Monday nights, we are gathering. Why? Because it matters. It matters. Love is spelt T-I-M-E. Listen, going to church doesn't make you a Christian. It's like going, it's like, Going home each night to your spouse doesn't make you married. But I know this, if you stop going home consistently, the odds of your marriage making it and lasting is in danger. It's the same thing with church. It's spelt time. So I find when I come here, it breaks up the hardness of my heart. When Corey's sharing about six years ago, he was in this tank, and now what God's doing in his life, all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, there, there's the coldness coming off my heart. There's the, the hardness coming off my heart. When I'm going to see what's about to happen on the stage, that's what happens. When that worship song, I'm like, I know who's in this room and who need God to provide. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. There's the hardness gone. There's the softness. I spend most of my time crying in the second song. Why? That's how long it takes for me to realize God's presence is bigger than me, but I need him so much. It breaks up the hardness of your heart. Love for Jesus is spelled T-I-M-E. How else do we break up indifference? Number two, you celebrate their passions. You want to break up familiarity in relationships? Celebrate their passions. Valentine's Day, we gave each other gifts this year, and Nancy understands my passions, and her gift reflected my passions, not hers. My gift for her reflected my, her passion, not mine. She gave me a golf card, uh, uh, a gift card for Golf Town to buy golf stuff. That is a passion of mine. I so enjoy golfing. I used to be a horrible golfer. Now I am a bad golfer that hits ho horrible shots, and there's a difference. If you golf, you know there's a difference. Now it's like, oh, that wasn't as many horrible shots that round. Why? Because I'm a golfer that hits horrible shots. I'm not a horrible golfer. But it's a passion. I love golfing with my best friends. We golf, and it's just a great time, and I love it. And she knows that. Without asking me, she's like, I just want to give you something that I know you're going to enjoy. She didn't give me Studio McGee. Some of you know what that is. She didn't give me pottery. She didn't give me Walmart gift card. She gave me something that's my passion. You know what I gave her? I gave her a Home Depot card. If you know, listen, if you want to bless your wife, husbands, most of the wives, buy them coffee and just give them, start, give them Home Depot cards and let them go. And I gave my wife a very robust Home Depot card. And she's so excited she only spent $4 on a light bulb, but the rest she's hanging on to. And she got a coffee and she sent me, and she's walking through Home Depot and she's looking at things that we don't need or can't afford, but she just wants to look. 
She's like, I want a table saw. I'm like, we don't need a table saw. She's like, maybe I will put it towards that. And I'm like, how do I block my debit card? How do we block debit? But she's walking through. Why? Because her passion is my passion. And when I celebrate her passion, it's amazing how the familiarity drops off our relationship. There's this softness all of a sudden. I'm like, how was your time at Home Depot? She's like, what are you going to get at Golf Town? And there's this excitement and this freshness to our relationship. Our passions, our pursuits matter to each other. Let me ask you today, as Jesus followers, what does heaven celebrate? What's heaven's passion today? Because if we're going to break off the familiarity of just coming to church and three songs and an offering and a guest bag and next steps and tear it all down and come back next week, how are we going to shake it off? we got to find out what heaven celebrates, heaven's passion today. Well, he tells us one of his passions. Look at Luke chapter 15, verse 7. In the same way, there's more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. Heaven's passion celebrates people turning to Jesus and radically following him with their lives. This is what this verse says. Jesus and heaven is more passionate about the seven to nine people getting baptized today than me sitting here. And that encourages me. Heaven, you know, the scripture says that heaven is celebrating today of people turning from their sin and choosing publicly to follow Jesus, going, I'm radically following Jesus. Uh, hell and the grave has no more uh, hold on me. I am all in for Jesus, the world behind me, Jesus before me, and heaven is celebrating today. Look at it in the message version. Suppose one of you had 100 sheep and lost one. Wouldn't you leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the lost one until you found it? When you found it, you be sure to put it across your shoulders, rejoicing. When you got home, call in all your friends, all your neighbors, saying, celebrate with me. I found my lost sheep. Count on it. There's more joy in heaven over one sinner's rescued life than over 99 good people in no need of rescue. Heaven is excited about these baptisms. And today, we want to celebrate what heaven's celebrating. We want to be passionate about what heaven's passionate about. So in a moment, we're going to get them to come up. We're going to worship. They're going to come on stage, and we're going to sing, and we're going to clap, and we're going to worship. Why? Because as we celebrate what heaven's passionate about, familiarity comes off our hearts. Indifference comes off our hearts. We celebrate what matters in heaven. Today, we celebrate radical turning and following Jesus. Futures are being rewritten today by people. Six years ago, Corey, his future was changed based on what happened in this tank. He said, no, 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 I turn, I turn, I follow Jesus. Him and his wife and his beautiful daughter, the story of their life has radically changed because of moments like this. Today, we have people getting baptized that are saying, I need a radical change in my life. And heaven is on the edge of its seat going, oh, I see this. Get over here, get over here. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. We are celebrating today the changed lives. Church, if you're feeling indifferent in your spirit today, if you feel, huh? Hmm. shake it off today and go heaven what are you passionate about if heaven stands if heaven cheers if heaven celebrates how much more can I stand here today and go God if you're about it I'm for it if you're in it I'm with it if you're passionate I'll celebrate it today we celebrate what matters in heaven we celebrate heaven's passion the grave has been cancelled sin's debt has been paid there is new life today and we're going to celebrate baptism. All over this place, can we stand to our feet? We're going to worship just for a moment. And then we're going to call out these. We're going to ask their name, ask them a few questions, and we're going to dunk them in the cold plunge. 
And we're going to believe for a miracle today. Church, pray today. Pray that they come out of that water and that they would feel the grave and sin and their, and their, and, and their pain drop off of their lives and a fresh start today. Have, make no mistake, on this cold day in February, trucks may be frozen, water may be uh, uh, unavailable, there might be cars not starting, but heaven is wound up today at what's happening on this stage. And we have put the time in because love is spelled T-I-M-E. We are here and we are celebrating the passions of heaven. Amen. Worship team, will you lead us for a, a moment? Lead us in this moment. Let's worship. Hey, come on, team. Come on out. Let's worship for a moment. Prepare your hearts as we celebrate with those that are getting ready to publicly declare their faith in baptism. today. We're going to call out the first group to come on out. Come on out. Come on, round of applause, church. Amazing. The water, the water's cold, but God is good. All right, I'm going to ask you, man, jump on this side of me, kid. I'm going to ask you your name. Tell everybody who you are today. Amanda. Amanda. Angie. Angie. Fanta. Fanta. Amazing. Today we celebrate with you. I want to ask you three questions. Uh, and before we baptize you, again, heaven is believing. Baptism is a public confession of a private commitment. You've already said yes to Jesus. But today in front of uh, hundreds in person and thousands online, you're saying that Jesus is everything in my life. Do you believe that Jesus is God's son? Do you believe that Jesus died for our sins, rose from the dead, and through him you are forgiven and made right with God? Are you committed to following Jesus for the rest of your life? Amen. All right. Let's baptize.
so good. So good. Do you feel some hardness coming off your heart? See, I know some of these stories going through these tanks. If you knew what was happening in this tank. God is so good. So good. All right. I'm not, yeah. What's your name? Quincy. Quincy and? Emma. And Emma. Today's a big day. Yeah. It's a big day in your life. Let me ask you a couple questions today. Do you believe that Jesus is God's son? Do you believe that Jesus died for our sins, rose from the dead, and through him you are forgiven and you're made right with God? Are you committed to following Jesus for the rest of your life? Yeah. Today, according to your obedience, we're going to baptize your name, the Father, the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and his Holy Spirit. Amen. big day. That water is cold. Now, only my forearm knows it, but it's cold. But there's a presence of the Lord here. It's a big day. Yeah. What's your name? Oyen. Say it again. Oyen. Okay. Oyen. Annette. And Annette. I have a couple questions today. Again, you love Jesus, don't you? You feel his presence in your life. Do you believe that Jesus is God's son? Yeah. Do you believe that Jesus died for our sins, rose from the dead, and through him you are forgiven and made right with God. You need to know you're right with God today. Your past does not define you. Your past does not 
limit you. We believe in a new start today. It's symbolic, but it's showing the new start that you have in Jesus. We're so thankful for that. And lastly, are you committed to following Jesus for the rest of your life? Today, it's a moment of faith. We're going to believe for a change, a radical change in your life. Things that maybe were covering you or holding you down, we're going to leave them in that tank today. That's symbolic of a grave, of being buried and coming out of that grave, leaving hell, sin, and the grave behind because there's power in Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's get baptized. thinking if we believed in christening i could get a whole bunch of the front row right now but don't not gonna do that heaven celebrating today you feel that that indifference falling off your heart today let's just pray for those that got baptized today we're gonna do this again in a little while if you want to get baptized we're gonna make room for it we do it outside this summer but we're making room these are powerful moments father i thank you for those that got baptized Again, Father, I pray today, we don't live by feelings, but I pray that they would feel the very pleasure and approval of heaven on their lives. Father, I bless them with your spirit. I bless them with your presence. I bless them with your strength. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. If you, didn't, if you haven't followed Jesus, this is a public confession. It starts with a private confession of I want to follow Jesus. If you haven't followed Jesus today, you need to know. The Bible says he's as close as the mention of his name. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that he is Lord, that he's God, a miracle happens in your life. With every head bowed just for a moment before we sing.
just for a moment, close your eyes. Be like, Mike, I want, I want to pray that prayer today. I'm not getting in the tank today, but I want to start my relationship with Jesus. I know church. I know this theater. I know this service, but I don't know Jesus. The Jesus that lives outside of Sunday, the Jesus that, that comes into your life and leads you. With every head bowed and every eye closed, you can say, Mike, I want you to pray for me right where I am. If you've never prayed this prayer before, you say, I'm not a Jesus follower, but today you want to be. Can you raise your hand all over this place? Put it right back down. Put it right back down. Yeah, I'm watching balcony. I'm looking. Anyone else? Anyone else? Put it right back down. Let me pray for you today. Father, I thank you for those that prayed that prayer. God, I pray right now that you would enter into their lives. I pray they'd make you Lord of their lives. Father, forgive us for our past. God, would you lead us in this moment? Would you be, they'd be aware that you are now with them. And Father, would you lead them into their, into their tomorrows? God, we give you our lives. We give you everything we have. God, you're everything to us. God, would, they, would you come in and forgive their sin and fill their lives? In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Church, we got one more chance to celebrate what heaven celebrates today. Alex and team, will you lead us? Living, what, living? Yes, he lives. Yes, he lives. Yes, he lives. Let's sing it. Yes, he, he lives. lives. He's not in the grave, and we're not in the tank. He lives. Amen. Come on, church, let's celebrate today. On hill for sinners. His body broken, a king forsaken, as he hung on that cross. Failing pieces, the temple shaken, they mourned the Savior, but it wasn't for long. silence it wasn't over oh our redeemer was getting ready to rise and on the morning they came to find him that tomb was empty cause he is alive the tomb was empty Cause he is alive And oh he lives He's risen from the grave Victorious our Savior Oh yes he reigns He rose The stone is rolled away Forever our Christ crucified through his death there is life by the blood of the Lamb we have been forgiven our debt has been paid there is grace upon grace 
only one name that saves and his name is jesus christ crucified through his death there is life by the blood of the lamb we have been forgiven our debt has been paid there is grace upon grace only one name that saves and his name is jesus he lives he's risen from the grave victorious our savior oh yes he reigns he rose the stone is rolled Come on, church, can we celebrate today? Come on, what God's done, what God's doing. Oh, through his death, there is life. I hope you feel that life today. Shake off, shake off the hardness of your heart, amen? I want to remind you, Next Steps Class 3 is happening in just a moment. You can sign up for Nova Groups in the lobby. The coffee is free and flowing, and I think the kids all got suckers when they came in. If not, they can get them on the way out. We love you, and we'll see you back here next Sunday morning or at the prayer room on Friday morning. God bless. Have an amazing Sunday. What looks so hopeless now? What weighs down your heart without you? Big